Okay, this is our podcast, uh, No Champagne, Just Problems. Because help us, we're poor. Help us, we're poor. <laughs> I was um, thinking of that in, in Bridesmaids, the, help me, I'm poor. <laughs> Money, please. <laughs> uh, I feel like we have to do one episode one day, which will be our champagne episode, and we'll okay. be drinking champagne. Uh, I love you that. You know what I mean? We can do a flip on it, but right now, it's just a coffee episode. <laughs> Okay. Okay. How about when we go to the beach, we f- we spring for a really nice bottle of champagne and split it together. I love this, and I we will... can share it with Zizi since you know she's the bride. <laughs> okay. Hey, we're on your bachelorette party, but we're gonna go record a podcast and just drink champagne by ourselves. <laughs> and there's only enough for the two of us <laughs> because we're poor. <laughs> because we're poor, and also I was just saying in our Marco Polo chat, there are four glasses of wine in a bottle. Like that's yeah. yeah, and that's basically enough for two people. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry, people who think that it's sufficient to split a bottle of wine with three people. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Someone's getting the shaft. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's just like wine was made to be shared between two people. Or no, so more, more bottles. You know. So I said in our family, the poop group, our, <laughs> our family group text, the poop group. Yes, this is, <laughs> this is what it is called. It, I'm not. I'm not lying. Um, and it's I, a topic, a constant topic. It is topic. named after the most recurring theme. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I as I shared in that, I would love if I could just drink champagne all the time. Like that would be my preferred alcohol of choice. Because it's like refreshing and mm-hmm. delicious, and it yeah. something about the bubbles like makes you feel really giddy, like instantly. Right. Even before you're probably legitimately buzzed, you feel like you're buzzed because it's I just totally exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I was just saying, you know, if I could drink champagne all the time, I would, but I can't because I'm poor. But what I did not share <laughs> is that there is this can of wine at my grocery store, and it's bubbly rosé in a can, <gasps> and the can is half of a wine bottle. <laughs> so <laughs> basically I just get one of those and I'm I'm good to go. <laughs> Wait, this is a whole nother level. You're drinking champagne from a can. <laughs> it's not even champagne. It's it's like wine with bubbles added to it. <laughs> Clearly no champagne. No, Clearly. yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, um, don't you know that real champagne comes from Champagne, France? <laughs> Oops, sorry. Champagne, whatever. I don't know Actually, how they say it. Yeah. I have, a, I have a friend who always has champagne in the fridge, and I think it's the bougiest thing ever. It is. Like, it's a always. flex. It's a major yeah. flex. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. So. Yeah. Um, okay, so I came up with a topic today. Yay! Okay, what's it? Speaking of being poor, I have <laughs> <laughs> I have two topics. I just need to quickly vent for a second. All right. So, did you see that Megan Fox and MGK got engaged? Yeah, and drank each other's blood. <laughs> Here's my thing. Okay, like it's not even original though. Like Angelina Jolie did it first, and look, all we all know what happened to that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna work out great, guys. Yeah. Um, here, I truly believe that uh, 
Megan and MGK are just a copycat relationship of Kravis and that, like, this is all going to crumble and fall apart because they just followed each other. You know what Mm. I mean? Like, punk boy starts dating hot girl and is all over Instagram and becomes an overnight sensation. I mean, I love Travis Barker, right? Mm -hmm. So then when he and Courtney, I was getting mixed up, right? Oh, yeah. I do too, but yeah, okay. it's court. Okay. So when they started dating, I was actually all for it. I was like, this is so cool, and they're so cute together. And then it just became over-published and over-everything. Like, like once Travis Barker became all about Instagram and his whole life was this Instagram feed, I was like, okay, <laughs> she has ruined you, right? Like, mm. that's just how I felt. And then MGK and Travis are like, yeah, we're best friends, yeah. And we're like the punk boys that are dating the hot girls. And I'm just like, I don't, I just don't follow it. So I'm very over it. And last year I was really into it. So yeah. that's why I have to say, especially Wait. because they got engaged right after Kravis got engaged. I'm like, okay, guys. Who started dating first, though? For some reason, I thought it was Megan Fox and MGK that they started their relationship. But I can't remember now. I thought it was... I thought it was Kravis. I mean, Kravis is a more legitimate relationship in my mind as well they because were they were friends for so long. And you can tell, like, they yes. had that... That, and I think that's actually part of why they're so um, into PDA because it's like you were in public with this person for like decades and like nothing was happening and now you are together and you just like you like yeah. want the whole world to know, you know, because it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know, like you're kind of like making up for all that time that you were together and not together. But yeah. but like, yeah, no, I get it. And I also I think a lot of people are trying it seems like a lot of celebrities are trying to up their PDA game and it's just not working. It's gross. I know. know. It's It's nasty. It does not mean you're more sex right now. (laughs) It doesn't mean that exactly. Like just because you're making out in public, like it just makes you childish. It does not make you hotter. Yes, I agree. So anyway, that I'm not, so maybe, Maybe MGK and Megan started dating first. But I think they were secretly dating because I thought that she was still... She was still married when she met MGK on a set of some movie. Mm. And then, like, oh, nothing happened. And then got divorced and, like, three months later, they're, you know, down each other's buttholes. (laughs) (laughs) And he's got nail polish. Like, it's so so gross. Oh, did on... Okay, can we talk about the yeah. thing that I sent you on yeah. Instagram yeah. that, like, yeah. Britney tagged Courtney Kardashian? And everyone's like, oh, my gosh, my world is exploding. They're together. And I'm sitting there looking at this photo, which is this blurry photo of the beach at night. And I'm like, how – okay, like, how do we know that they were together? Isn't it more likely that Britney is crazy and she just, <laughs> like, t- saw – she was on a beach looking toward California? Or, or like you said, maybe she was at the beach – Or she just is rando and is like, oh, I'm thinking of Kourtney Kardashian. I'm going to tag her in this picture. And, like, Kourtney's on the other end of that, like, thanks. (laughs) That is more likely to me than that they were together doing anything. Yeah, I actually totally agree with that. And and then after you sent that to me, I went and I stalked Kourtney, and she had nothing on her Instagram. So I was like, so... It was you so know, random. It wasn't reciprocated, which I feel like is the ultimate Instagram slap. 
if yeah. you post something with someone and they don't reciprocate it in some or way. respond, yeah, exactly, yeah, it is. So, <laughs> but I mean, here's fun. the th- <laughs> here's the thing is like, and this is a whole different topic, but it's so like the other thing that's been all over with celebrities, which I'm I do agree with you. I don't have the energy to to like. Like, if we really wanted to be, like, giving commentary on celebs, like, neither of us has the time to be as into all of the details. No. no like, no. I could do no, surface no. level take, like, a hot take, but I can't pretend to, like, become an expert at any of that because it's a full-time job. Oh, totally. Yeah. But, but like, um, I I guess the other thing that everyone's talking about is MGK and Megan's in- – engagement but also yeah. jamie lynn spears coming out oh, with yeah. her book <laughs> and everyone's like why now mm-hmm. and it's like obviously she didn't want to um she sway didn't want to release all this before yeah to sway the judge yeah. like she mm-hmm. wanted her sister to get out from under her dad's thumb yeah. but she also wanted people to know listen she is crazy <laughs> <laughs> like, like of course we don't want her dancing like a little dance monkey for her dad and like making money for, like that's wrong that they were making like, I think what happened is the dad figured out that Brittany had a nut loose, like, really badly. And he was just <laughs> like, I need to act quickly so that she's not put in an institution and I stop making money off her. So mm. he acted quickly to keep her from an institution and he basically became her institution so that he could still make her perform and she could still, like, bring in money for the family. Which is disgusting. It's still disgusting. And I totally am glad that she got out of that. But I had a feeling all along, just from like her Instagram posts, which were so whack. I was like, y'all, like she's gonna, (laughs) she's gonna be free. And then we're all going to understand why she wasn't. (laughs) Right. I mean, people aren't acknowledging that. Yeah. They're not acknowledging it. They're like, oh, I wonder what's going on. It's like, it's not going to make sense. Even if you figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Oh my gosh. No, I agree. I was watching the back and forth yesterday, I think, between her and Jamie Lynn. And I yeah. was like, also, it's just hilarious watching petty sisters, petty fight. Like, it's a whole other <laughs> level of pettiness, you know? Yeah, but I do understand, like, if it were you and you had a family member who was absolutely certifiably nuts. And yes. you, and then it was very public that like, oh, like it's so bad. The family has been treating her like she's crazy. Like you would feel the need to clear your name and be like, listen, I want the best for her, but she is crazy. Yes. Like, and so oh, I get yeah. it. Like I do get, I'm not, not that I think that she should have been under the conservatorship. And I don't think that's what Jamie Lynn was saying either. Well, or, or, uh, Jamie Lynn was like, oh, yay, here's an opportunity to make a lot of money off my sister because we're yes. all just in the limelight. Anyway, I'm going to write a book that everybody's going to read. It oh, doesn't absolutely. matter if it's real or not. <laughs> like, Yes, that's just... very possible. Like yes. Sam Asgari, I think he's really a gay guy, and Brittany is his famous beard. <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah. seems really gay to me. Like, I just don't – I don't think he's – I think he's riding that train to to get uh to get some moolah and some opportunities. Yeah. Well, you know. These are my very uh, <laughs> deep thoughts today. Deep. This is deep thought. Time. Does this how does this dovetail with your topics that you were uh, studiously journaling for us? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this was one that was top of mind was just that. So, no, speaking of not having any money, actually, I'm really excited about something that I did this week, and mm. I'm going to, like, totally nerd out over the next year about stocks 
and investing. Ooh, yes. cool. So, so this is what happened. I realized, like, you know, 81% of Americans, I tend to stress shop, online tr- stress shop. Okay? Yeah. And it's, like, always Sunday night, <laughs> too, hmm. where I'm, like, getting ready for Monday. And then I think all the apps knew it, know it, too, because that's always when Andrew has, like, 40% off sale items. I'm like, well, I basically have to buy something, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like so, a crime to let that go to waste. Right. So I've done, I mean, it's, you know, David, my husband, he's been giving me crap about it for a while. And I was like, whatever. But then after this last round, I was like, you know what? There are a lot better ways I can spend my money. So mm-hmm. I told David what I want to do is have a set amount of money every single month and actually go back to budgeting. Because I haven't been good about budgeting recently. It's not like I outrageously spend. And Amazon makes everything worse just because you're like, okay, this is an entirely adorable outfit for $20. Like, Mm. it's just $20, you know? But I want to have a set amount of money each month. And I opened up a Robinhood account. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm going to be doing is have that money, and it'll be, like, either my investment money or my throwaway money, right? And so let's say it's, like, $100. If I decide, if I'm looking at, like, these pair of shoes and I'm like, okay, I really want these pair of shoes. Well, then I can only invest $40 this month because the shoes were $60. Oh, I like See? that. Yeah. yeah. So it'll encourage me to only, one, not just buy things on a whim, which I have uh-huh. been doing. But two, I think the reason why, and I actually came up with this idea on my own. I just want to put that out there. Like, this was not mm, this idea. This good was job. Me. But I was thinking... The reason why I love online shopping and I think a lot of people love online shopping is because of the instant gratification aspect of it, Mm -hmm. right? Like basically the next day you have a package that shows up and it's Mm -hmm. just like you're getting presents every day. Well, if I could teach myself to get that same sort of like instant gratification from watching my stocks go up, then I'll actually be like, mitigating this stress buying thing that I'm doing and I'll be investing my money and then third I'm going to learn a lot more about the stocks because right now like I know a lot of the top players and I know what day trading is and I know what long-term portfolios are you know what I mean like I know some stuff yeah but there's so many um just like uh money um like advisors out there who mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, you could save your money or you can invest your money. You know, mm-hmm. we're not going to become millionaires based on our annual income. It's about that extra bit that you do. Yeah. And so yeah. that is what I'm really excited about. And I thought it was a good segue because of like, you know, no money, but then we kind of got out of whack with Megan Fox. So anyway, what do you, <laughs> what do you think of my idea? I love it. No, I I think it's really good because I'm realizing more and more that it – well, okay, I, I did know this about myself. This is why I just don't even try with, like, negative – like like you were teasing me last week. Like, I just don't do things that don't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing is most people – People don't. People don't do that. They just pretend. They just think that they're going to do it and they talk like they're going to do it. But then it doesn't. Maybe they do it like three times. Yeah. But negative. Um, what's the word? Like 
like punishing yourself or using negative like wording and like it just doesn't work. Mm. Whereas if you use positive reinforcement and you you are you choose to say instead of I can't spend that money, you're like I'm going to spend my money on this other thing that I know is better. Yeah. Or yeah. instead of saying I can't eat anything I like, you could be like, well, I can, I have X amount of room in my (laughs) stomach today and I'm going to spend it on this great gelato as opposed to this nasty protein shake. Like, you know, I I mean, it, it is like, I think you empower yourself when you recognize you do have choices. You're not to, nobody's going to punish you. And I think when we act like someone is, we just make ourselves feel guilty, but we don't actually change what we do we still end up making the bad choice and then we just feel this rush of like naughtiness about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, totally. But they're like, they're rules that we've enforced on ourselves without giving ourselves a a positive outlet. I totally agree with you. Yeah. 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 Like we talked about it before. I mean, we're not going to spend this whole time talking about body image. I think you and I do that a lot, but it's if, a good example, though. It's a good analogy. It's such for a good one. It really is because everybody's tried to diet or do something, and it's not. It's so hard because you're right. You're focusing on what you can't do the whole time mm-hmm. and what you're missing out on and how hard it is. And so, or a future thing that may or may not have like like yeah. a, a future result, not like the in like the immediate result of being like, I don't like how eating three pieces of chocolate cake makes me feel. Right. Even if you had an amazing metabolism, you're still going to feel sick for like three hours. Yeah. So yeah. more like six. <laughs> right. For a very long time. <laughs> so yeah, if you if you actually focus on what makes you feel better instead of saying what you should do, like like for instance with the stocks, if you're sitting there like I should do the stocks, you're probably not going to do the stocks. But if you're like, ooh, how's it going to feel yeah. when I see this amount exactly in my portfolio expand exactly. and it's and then you're seeing it, you're looking at it, you're like, oh my gosh, that feels really good. And it's also something that I I feel like this is something I've always been kind of about in a weird way. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this. all my friends are guys, right? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, there's this negative or not negative. Sorry. There's just like this, this thing about the stocks. That it's kind of a guy conversation. Like not a lot of girls are into it. And so that just because of the way I am. I, that makes me even want to be more involved in it. Like, yes, no, you're a contrarian. Gonna, yes, because I'm like, yeah. no, there's no genders here. I can be a girl that's all about investing in the stock market and all that stuff. So that's like part of it too. I just want to yeah. like hold my own in a conversation about um, the stocks and investing. So this will force me to um, to do my own research and get into it. And by opening up a Robinhood account, like, it's really easy I just mm-hmm. linked it to my bank account, right? And then it's all on me to just choose, like, okay, I have so much money, and how many stocks do I want to buy? And I'm starting, like, I know I'm going to lose some money first, but I'm using this as a uh, learning opportunity to then be able to obsess over it because <laughs> I yeah. have an obsessive personality. But exactly like you're saying where it's, like, I'll, it's a positive thing because of everything I'm going to get out of it, not a negative because I won't have those extra five Amazon sweaters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's true. And I mean, I think with the online shopping, it is it really does suck when you don't really remember everything you've bought. And I think yeah. if it's not planned for, like if it is just a very... <laughs> 
very highly targeted Instagram ad that you fell for. Yes. You're not going to then like be really satisfied that you made those purchases for months because you're honestly going to forget you bought it. You know, yes. like it's going to, it's just going to add up to the things that like, oh yeah, the like 10 shirts that you have that none of them really fit great and they're all really crappy China material and you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so we'll see how it goes. I just started basically this week and I ha- I put my money in there and I haven't decided which stocks I'm going to buy yet because I don't know anything about them yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I will keep you updated on how it goes. This is very exciting. No, I'm so excited. I feel like it was such a mature decision for me to do too, you know, but also I kind of decided this and had to present it to David immediately on Monday this week because I had made a whole bunch of purchases on Sunday while sitting on the sofa. (laughs) And I wanted to be able, like, as they showed up, instead of getting that disapproving conversation (laughs) with David, I'm like, I'm already doing something about it. I don't need to hear it from you. This is just my last hurrah. (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, clearly I had a problem, which is why I'm doing something about it now. As the packages pile up. And I'm like, you can't even say anything because <laughs> that was hilarious. old Elizabeth. New Elizabeth? Mm-mm. She's investing in her Robin Hood portfolio on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. That's amazing. I love that. No, that's really it there is like it is very um it is very satisfying to to put to put your money where you wanna put it instead of just like you know, getting, getting stressed. And it's also apparently like, I mean, Bill Gates told his wife like, or no, was it? No, it was the Microsoft. No. Yeah. That's Bill Gates, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it was Warren Buffett. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, no, that doesn't sound right. And I know that they just got a public divorce and whoever it was, they were like happily married. So <laughs> Warren Buffett told his wife, if she, if anything ever happened to him and she didn't know what to do, like with her money to just mm-hmm. invest it in the stock market. And, and literally like he was like, if it's, yeah, it, even if you lose some money sometimes, like you don't, if you don't have to pull out the money, yeah. like if you just leave it in there, it's going to grow back. And, and yeah. he just had such confidence in the American economy that he was just like, generally all of these public companies, it, it's going to be fine. You're going to be great. Well, um, I think, I think like a high, a high yield savings account right now you could get like three and a half percent on a high, like a specific high yield savings account, you know? Yeah. But then the average um, payout on the market over the last couple of years is 18%. Wow. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. It's like, but there's just sort of like, it's like, it's like when you um, are, okay. Like for me, Whenever I go to the grocery store, I've been going to the grocery store for forever, but it's kind of this intimidation factor to go up to the meat counter and actually buy my meat fresh from the meat counter instead of just getting what's prepackaged and easy Really? Yeah. And I feel like it's the same thing with this where it's like anybody could do it, but there's like a small intimidation factor where you're like, what am I don't know. Maybe I'm not going to ask for the right cut or I'm going to make, you know what I mean? Yeah. That sort of thing. You have to be willing to learn. No, no, that's interesting that there are things that like, yeah, like you, 
it's like grown up ways to spend your money. Is that, yeah. does that make sense? So it's yeah, like, exactly. you know, when you're in a um, scarcity mindset where you're just like, oh my gosh, like I have no money. I have to hurry and spend it before there's no more left mm-hmm. or hurry and do that, you know, or like yeah. I don't have money. So I'm just going to put this on the credit card. Like having an abundance mindset instead is like, I think that's where you're, you know, you're, you're taking care of the things that you have. You're being a good steward. You're investing. Like, yeah, you're, um, you're really owning what you need to do. I, I don't know if that's the, yeah, but it's like I think um, having that abundance, like it, it attracts abundance. Like you know, being <laughs> like I'm going to invest this money and I'm going to take care of it, not because I have to, and someone's going to get mad at me or oh, it's wasteful. It's like no, like this is a positive thing that I want to do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not a negative. Yeah. I told Jason that the, I've realized that like, what is it that makes me feel wealthy? Like what would it, what would make me feel really like I've made it? And it's not when I'm driving through a neighborhood, it's not the big bougie houses. Mm -hmm. It's the smaller, like mid, like, you know, middle-class house that someone took care of meticulously. Like that always jumps out at me where you see it's so clean and neat. It's not like all perfectly renovated. It it doesn't have to be. It's just like there's nothing shabby or dirty about it. Like everything is taken care of. And you know that that's like that person is regularly getting their gutters cleaned, having their yard done, you know, putting grass seed down. Like there's like so much regular work that goes into making a house look its best that when you see someone who's doing it to me, that's just such a sign of like wealth. Interesting. Isn't that funny? I just, that's what I realized. Like when I'm driving, just like to go for a run on the Greenway and I'm driving through a neighborhood, one of the neighborhoods I drive through is not this fancy neighborhood. Like it's actually still considered a place that you could potentially get like your first house in. It's, it's definitely on the lower, like the smaller size of houses. And, um, it's on the lower end of what you would spend for a house in the area, which is still like, it's still high right now, yeah. but it's, it's not crazy. Yeah. And, and I've realized like that, it just gives me this like thrill to see a house in that neighborhood when I drive by it. And it's like, everything about it is just lovingly cared for. And, mm. and I was like, you know, that's a good thing for me to remember for myself because I don't, I don't want to get in over my head with spending money on things that don't matter to me yeah. ultimately. Like I'm not yeah. going to feel wealthier just because I have this beautiful outfit. I'm going to feel wealthier if my house looks really taken care of, you know, or, or I don't mm. need to like add on to my house. I don't need to have a huge house. I need to just live with, because it's a sign that you're living within your means. That's, that's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. Like yeah. you're not, you're not strapped for cash and no matter how much money you make, you can be in that place, right? Where you, right you have spent more than you have made. And so you're strapped, like you're living monthly on a month to month basis. You're not. So like a budget really just helps you to kind of tell your money where to go ahead of time to quote Dave Ramsey. But also (laughs) it just, it's a good way of being like, what is my means? Like, what are my means? Like, what do I, what should I be having left over? What, you know, what can I, what are some good goals I can have? Well, and I guess that's like I was telling David today, even because he's like, "What are your goals with the investment portfolio, <laughs> with your Robinhood yeah. account?" And I was like, "Well, I mean, I guess my goals are to be more conscious about because if I spend twenty dollars on a sweater, it's not going to break break the bank. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just like it's easy to do that, but I'm not seeing the accumulation of where it's going. Yeah. And then, again, the like being able to 
because David's 10 years older than me. Yeah. And I keep telling him that when he retires, I'm going to retire. <laughs> and he's, oh, nice. like, he's like, no, you can't do that. And I was like, yes, how, it's not going to be fair if you retire and then I have to work for 10 more years. Yeah. So I was like, you know, this is me prioritizing that too, because that's important to me. So. That's a great goal, actually, to retire 10 years early. Yeah. I know. That's Who smart. wants to work forever? That's the other thing I'm realizing. Well, and I feel like you could, you may retire and then be like, oh, I miss doing something, but the pressure of earning top dollar is going to be gone. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you could do something completely new yeah. with your time and, I don't know, or or maybe you're just going to love retirement. <laughs> or, or or I'll want to work at a coffee shop and do something mindless. <laughs> Like, yeah, or like a Trader Joe's. Exactly. <laughs> I always, I wonder, like, uh, do you have a Trader Joe's near you, by the yeah, way? Yeah, Okay, do. like, what, how do they find these people? They're, like, cool, so travel, like, world travelers. Like, they definitely don't seem like they need the money to by working in a grocery store, but they're just happy and chill and, like, friends with each other. And you're just like, know. dang, like, this is such a nice environment. I think it's just people that shop at Trader Joe's that want to work there it's probably the same with costco people yeah, yeah. Like, well yeah costco pays really high per hour actually they always have oh um so i think that's partly why they have yeah but i don't know something about the trader it, trader joe's is different from costco to me because they're chatty like there's no rush uh-huh, you get someone yeah. you mm-hmm. get someone at the register chatting they'll tell you all the best wines to get they'll tell you all about their grandchild like they're just like really <laughs> that's every- why the lines are so long but yeah but, the, but everyone's happy to be there like you know no one's mad about it being you know taking forever but yeah um, i just love that but i always wonder like where you know how do they get these people but <laughs> you're right you they're probably just from? shoppers how are there so many people from california across <laughs> the entire united states who work at trader joe's don't this get is it so true i know <laughs> <laughs> my gosh so well good luck with that that's exciting i'm Thanks. impressed yeah, I'll let you know how much money I lose here in about six months. <laughs> no, you won't. You're you're gonna make some good calls, and it's gonna be awesome. We'll and hey, I mean, spending it instead on crap from Amazon or, you know, other retailers, you're still gonna you you really do lose that money. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I'm not really sure I want to give them my money too. I, think I know. That's part of it. You know what I mean? Like. Who am I actually supporting by buying this thing? That's something else I've been asking myself. So Yeah. It's so hard, though, because, like, when you get it in your head that something should cost so little. Like, because like, even you and I, even when we buy from J. Crew or Anthropology or Madewell, we, we never buy full price. No. So so then it is really hard when, when there's, like, an American-based company that's really ethical and their stuff is so freaking expensive. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, I, I know that this technically is what this should be. Like, because, you know, they, they're paying these people. They're not using, like, slave labor or child labor. Yeah, it's not like like uh factories in china where they're creating they're like muslim leakers yeah exactly yeah. but at the same time you're just like this is a nice idea that i can't afford <laughs> <laughs> it's like ethical and it doesn't use a lot of water and and yeah. it's five times as expensive yeah it is really hard that's why um i started getting stuff from emerson fry Ooh, what's that it's a new york-based company they have 
really cool clothes and um they're all very ethical like they're not all american made a lot of it is but then they'll use like they'll say where it comes from like thailand or vietnam but it's they're very insistent that it's um you know they're paying these these people well Mm -hmm. and they are using only really top-notch factories and it's really good quality fabrics too it's all like 100 percent cotton or linen it's not um any like poly rayon stuff yeah yeah. Um, but it is, yeah, it like never goes on sale. It's, <laughs> it's micro batch stuff, you know, so yeah. it's just hard, but yeah, mm-hmm. you just have to, you just have to decide ultimately, like, I guess what I'm getting at is if I were like you, like if you're successful in what you're doing, it'll probably then you can plan ahead for the things you want to spend your money on. You you could actually spend not it. Not feel guilty about the more expensive clothing. Right. Because yes. you, you know, you're not just like going to waste your money. Yes. Precisely. I'm excited to see how this impacts your daily Thanks. life. Me yeah. too. All right. Okay. Well, I think that's it for this week, right? I think so. I got a dinner I got to get ready for. So Where are you going? We're going. So my friend's husband just graduated as a police officer. Oh, oh exciting. So they're having a dinner for him tonight. So we're going out some some restaurant here. Oh, um, fun. Yeah. So I'm really excited for him. That's awesome. Way to go. I'm I'm very grateful. Yes. <laughs> like, it's a shocking that anyone wants to be a police right now, so good for him. Yes. It is definitely needs to do a it. big decision to join the police force right now. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. But he'll be great. So awesome. Well, have See fun. You. Be safe. Thanks. You too. Have a wonderful evening. <laughs> Thank you. Make good money decisions. <laughs> There you go, folks. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. (laughs) Oh, that was hilarious. Okay, I stopped it. Good. Uh...